This is Jessica Yellen, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is Emmy Award-winning political journalist, Jessica Yellen. Jessica is CNN's former chief White House correspondent. More recently, she's the founder of News Not Noise, which provides substantive and succinct information on stories that impact our lives. We talk about her career in journalism, interviewing presidents, and how she's built her brand during this episode. Jessica, welcome to Five Questions. Thanks so much for having me. Why did you decide to pursue a career in journalism covering politics? I had this idea that you inform voters in a democracy so you can have a functioning society, right? And I thought that the press was the best way to inform voters. And I was driven by a do well, do good kind of philosophy. That's what my parents instilled in me. And it just seemed like becoming a White House correspondent, holding the people in power to account, explaining important issues in the world to the audience felt like a productive way to both have career success and an exciting life and also in you know the best result really make a difference by educating informing and empowering people with information absolutely i mean you're brave because there's no way i could have pursued that career not only <laughs> being on cnn but talking about subjects that are polarizing and everyone has different views even if you're talking about the facts and how you see it so you do a ton of interviews what is the experience like interviewing u.s presidents you have to come prepared because they don't have time and so you know that you are up against the clock they come with a team around them so when you're the audience watching you just see the interviewer and the president what is behind that is sometimes a wall of 25 people also watching you two actually three things in mind the first is what are the larger questions i want to ask the things that i think matter and where we can make a difference and it's important then because of how media works you also have to think about what's the news and where do i get them on the news like what are they going to say about the news so we can be in the news cycle. That's always a thing. And that's especially true when they show up at a press briefing or in a press conference. It's that balancing act between like, oh, the president has never answered a question on his drone policy. I should ask him about his drone policy. That would be important for history. But this week, the topic is something completely different. So should I ask him the completely different thing? And then the third thing is always being present, curious, and engaged in the moment so that you react to what's said. The worst is when you're in your head practicing your thing that you're planning to do and and then you don't pay close enough attention to respond to something that's said unexpectedly in the moment, that's when you actually have discovery, serendipity, and sometimes the best interviews. Yeah, it's like controlled chaos. Like things Correct. are crazy around you, but you have to you know, have your agenda, prioritize, and for sure prepare. The amount of preparation has got to be significant going into that because, you know, it's your job and there's a lot of pressure. And you said there's a finite amount of time you have them. All those things, a thousand percent plus being nimble enough to throw it all out if something else pops up, if the president says something unexpected in the moment. What did you learn from your time spent at CNN that has helped you in your new venture, News Not Noise? The number one thing I learned is how to take in an enormous amount of information all day long, process it and discern what matters and then hone in on how to convey what matters in a way that is clear, concise, and accurate. I would say, you know, somebody asked, I was talking with one of my friends who was a top newspaper reporter and then editor, and they said, what do you think the greatest skill is 
you guys have. And I'd say to convey information clearly, accurately, and quickly with a very high hit rate. How do you do that? It's just like your 10,000 hours. Nothing replaces experience. I've been interviewing people since I was 22. I've done research studies for over 10 years. Like you have to actually do it. You can read these things in a textbook. You can watch interviews, but at the end of the day, you actually have to practice what you want to do and make those mistakes that then level you up. Now a word from our sponsor. Want to become a better leader, but don't have the time to enroll in a traditional two-year MBA? The Invited MBA offers a 12-week mini MBA as an accelerated solution for upskilling in the ever-evolving business world. Over 900 global alumni at companies such as GE, Southwest Airlines, and Coca-Cola have enhanced their business skills through the Invited MBA program. If you're an ambitious professional or aspiring leader looking to invest in your career, request an application now at invitedmba.com and receive a $200 tuition credit by mentioning this podcast. And now back to the show. The media world is incredibly fragmented. I mean, it feels like every day there's more and more outlets. We have over 1,700 TV channels, 50 streaming services, and then social media, which is like infinite. How have you been able to stand out and build an audience on this platform? I did it with intention. I care enormously about what I do and about the audience and about why I do it. And if I had to give a single reason, that's why. I have those 10,000 hours. I know my stuff. I've become increasingly confident about expressing my sort of perspective on the news. And I think it's the passion and commitment is what the audience responds to. I started this because I spent my career, as I mentioned earlier, covering politics for the news, right, for legacy organizations. And I kept finding that there was an audience that felt unspoken to. It was largely women, but it turns out it's women and basically anyone under the age of 40. And they are interested in what's happening in politics. They don't often like the way we're talking about it. The tone, the valence, the negativity, the partisanship, the outrage, the fighting. And I couldn't find the space to try doing the news, I say, in a different voice inside the system. So I left and did it on Instagram on my own platform and my own account. And I built an audience by just talking to them like a regular person about what's going on. I call it news, not noise, because I say, this is what's being covered. These things are noise. You can kind of ignore them. This thing over here is the important news you have to pay attention to. And let me explain why. I do it succinctly. I do it clearly, but I don't dumb it down. So I believe you can convey very complex ideas in a social media platform as long as the audience trusts you. So I've just slowly over time built this relationship of trust with the audience by doing my daily reps. Yeah. And you definitely pay attention to trends because a lot of young people are cord cutters and people are so inundated. As you said, like it's very polarizing. People get turned off to traditional news a little bit more now than they probably did 10 years ago. And so they are looking for these voices that kind of cut to the chase you know, here's the most important things and then carry on your day. When I started doing this, I was the only person who had a news background. Like it was an experienced journalist doing this news like this on Instagram. That I also think stood out because there's so many creators we trust. There are increasingly now creators who have the experience of journalism doing it on social media. But I also just love that, especially through COVID, we saw all these people who have expertise, who aren't self-generated, but have training and experience and their 10,000 hours to share, also bringing that knowledge to social media where young people in the audience live.
incentives to introduce real information and solid information that's sourced to that environment. Definitely. And what's your best piece of career advice? Ask for what you want and do what they ask of you as long as it aligns with your integrity. So what do I mean by that? I always said to my managers when they'd have these career meetings, you know, they tell me how my career is going in their view and they'd ask what I think and I'd say, my goal is to become White House correspondent. I knew that very early. That's what I wanted. And sometimes I was in Tampa, Florida and local news and they'd be like, well, that's cute, but you're in Tampa. And then I got to do the overnight somewhere and they're like, well, you're on the overnights. And then I had these experiences where I was being sent out to cover tabloid crime stories. And they'd say, you did a great job. And I'd say, I'd love to get to the White House. And they'd say, well, you're going to go cover Martha Stewart going to jail. But one day I was doing those crime stories and the person who was the White House correspondent for my network, the morning White House correspondent got a promotion to go to New York and be an anchor. And they had a sudden opening. And I think the executives were like, Yellen's always saying she wants a shot at this. So we're going to just put her there for a minute. I never would have had that opportunity had I not kept raising my hand. Now, the other thing that's important to notice about that story is it took me years to get the thing I wanted. And along the way, I did what was asked of me. I did the crime stories. I did the overnights. I paid my dues. And I think one of the tension points I see these days is often people feel like, well, I should be doing the thing I want instantly. Like you said, the CEO. What I hear is I want to be an anchor. And I say, well, that's cool. You should try being a reporter for a while because A, you pay your dues, you earn the respect of your management, then you learn how this whole business works. And when you're an anchor, you're more knowledgeable. But the bottom line is very few people leap instantly to the top. It's that combination of being clear about your goals and willing to put in the work. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Jessica. To follow her journey, you can go to her website, newsnotnoise.com, and find her on Instagram and Twitter where she shares her appearances, interviews, and breaking news. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash danshawbell, and please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes. 